Namaste. Welcome to the Hindu Parenting Podcast. When it comes to the external symbols of Hindu identity, we immediately think of the bindi or the tilak. In fact, this is how the world identifies us. In Indian sign language, the word Hindu is itself represented by the tilak. Today, we would like to talk about the International Bindi and Tilak Day. As part of that celebration, we'd like to invite three dynamic and dedicated Hindus, the people who are behind the concept and the celebration. Pardeep Kumar Kukreja ji is from Malaysia, the founder of Tara Foundation, which operates 23 gurukulams in Malaysia for 1,500 Indian children. The goal being to educate them up to graduation and lift them out of poverty in 10 years. Karthik Subramanian ji is from Australia. He is known for his multi-pronged efforts in working for the cause of Sanatana Dharma among the Indian community in Australia. He is also the co-founder of the first community language Sanskrit school in the Southern Hemisphere. He works with the Australian Aboriginal Dharawal community to build bridges between Vedic knowledge and the indigenous community. Dr. Jyotireka Premraj is a homeopathic doctor, yoga teacher and corporate wellness consultant specializing in the prevention and reversal of lifestyle-related diseases. She is a third-generation Indian-origin South African, highly spiritual and deeply involved in promoting dharmic activities both in South Africa and abroad. She is also the co-founder of Hinduism Worldwide Inc. together with Jay Singh and others. She is responsible for taking the concept of International Bindi and Tilak Day to the global audience. Welcome to the distinguished and dedicated guests. Namaste. Thank you for the wonderful uh, introduction, Rekaji and um, Shalini Ji. Th thank you so much for being on our podcast. Uh, we'll start with the first question for uh, Jyoti Rekaji. How did you come up with the idea of International Bindi and Tilak Day? Uh, namaste, Shalini Ji and Rekaji. Thank you so much for um, having us on your platform to create awareness about International Bindi and Tilak Day. Um, well, the whole uh, initiative started with Hinduism Worldwide Inc. Um, the idea was first shared to me by Karthik Ji from Australia. And it was later also shared uh, with the members of the Global Hindu Federation. So when I presented this idea to members of Hinduism Worldwide Inc., we collectively thought that Bindi and Tilak is an excellent and special way to promote Hindu unity and unite Hindus and Hindu organizations globally, irrespective of our language, of the language that we speak. So on 15th of October, 2021, Hinduism Worldwide Inc. acted upon the idea and held the first ever International Bindi and Tilak Day. Uh, this was held in association with the Global Hindu Federation, and we had participation from temples and um, Hindu organizations globally from different parts of the world. Uh, what exactly is the purpose of the International Bindi and Tilak Day? International Bindi and Tilak Day is celebrated with the aim to promote Hindu unity through the Bindi and Tilak, 
to encourage Hindus worldwide to spot the Bindi and Tilak, and not only at home, but also at the workplace and other public places. Uh, it's also to make Hindu identity an accepted norm and to be assertive of the Hindu culture through the Bindi and Tilak. So these are the main points as to why we celebrate uh, International Bindi and Tilak Day. Yeah, um, but why did you feel the need, Jyotrekaji, uh, for uh, doing this? Were you seeing an erasure? Were you seeing an erosion? Uh, what prompted you to, uh, you know, take up this uh, initiative? Um, so this initiative actually happened during COVID, uh, you know, and it was during this time when um, uh, the younger generation of Hindus globally connected via WhatsApp, uh, especially as a medium of interaction. And uh, during this time, um, we felt, uh, well, during this time, the members of Hinduism Worldwide Inc. Uh, thought, you know, we should start projects that connect Hindus globally, you know, not just in the countries that we live in. So, um, we came about, when Kartikji presented the idea, you know, when Kartikji said, oh, well, you know, International Bindi and Tilak Day um, is a great way uh, to uh, connect Hindus through the Bindi and Tilak. We thought it was a really, really good initiative. And we acted upon this as, um, you know, one way to connect us Hindus in the diaspora uh, through the Bindi and Tilak. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, we, and and strangely enough, ever since we have this event, we've been able to connect with Hindus, um, you know, who participated in the online events from every country. Like we had participation from UK, USA, Australia, Malaysia, Singapore, Mauritius, um, Guyana, Suriname, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, and even places like Nepal, you know. So it was a great a way to connect with Hindus in the diaspora. If I may just add to that, uh, Rekaji, uh, what I was noticed, noticed was living in Australia and being a first generation uh, Indian and Hindu, uh, I noticed that many migrants or many new students who come from India, in the first month, they'll be wearing bindi and uh, confidently. And then slowly, the, it'll keep coming down. The, the, the size of the photo or the tilak or uh, uh, bindi will keep coming down. And after some time, it'll slowly disappear. And I could and really that this is not something that they wanted to do because the moment they go home, they will uh, they'll start wearing it again. I could feel that there was some kind of anxiety in a much more dominant uh, uh, culture which is not necessarily as permissive as uh, dharmic culture is, uh, and um, so uh, this uh, the, the idea was also to bring forth the uh, confidence uh, in people to you know give them a platform to share it and uh, bring forth a, a, a kind of reasonable uh, uh, confidence that they can wear a bindi and a tilak and go to work and they go to go to play and things like that. This was also one of the driving factors behind it. These kind of uh, in initiatives are uh, really invaluable in, uh, uh, you know, connecting people across different uh, 
countries. So I'd like to ask Pardeep ji, um, how has the experience been in your part of the world? And uh, is there um, a good reception from even not just the first generation um, Indians, but what about the second and the third? So uh, thank you so much for having me here. So basically, I firstly uh, want to echo what Kartik ji just said. You know, we live in a country where the Hindus are a minority, and there is definitely a sense of lack of confidence amongst the, especially the younger generation, and also some in the older generation, about wearing this Indian tilak and walking around. You know, there's been this little bit of an onslaught, I think, on the Hindu tradition and culture over the years. And uh, social media has played a big part in affecting the psyche of the young generation. So many of them tend to shy away in wearing this. And when they do wear it, their fellow uh, uh, colleagues or, you know, their friends tend to laugh at them tend to, you know, mock them. And unfortunately, they don't have the answers when they are asked, you know, oh, why are you wearing this dot on your head? They don't know the answers. They're just wearing the dot because the mother was wearing it or the parents told them you should wear a dot, you see? So mm. I think the the core issue over here is the awareness of bringing about the education, why we wear the bindi or the tilak or the potu. And uh, with that kind of awareness, when we bring in the science of the whole thing, I think we will gradually bring back our culture um, where it ought to be. So yes, uh, to directly answer your question, the the younger generation, second, third generation, tend to be a bit shy. And it's mainly because they don't know why they're doing this. So yeah. uh, this is particular to uh, this is particular to the second th- third generation Hindus in uh, your part of the world. You mean, or is this something that's uh, uh, you see you're seeing across the world since you all are doing it, uh, you know, a- on a global scale, Pradeepji? Yeah. Uh, yes. Are you seeing it uh, across the board also? Absolutely. Actually, this is definitely a phenomena globally. And I do travel a lot. And uh, I think the young generation of the Hindus all over the world tend to not wear the Bidhi and Tilak if they can avoid it. Uh, not long ago, I was in the US a couple of weeks ago. And I, I hardly saw any young uh, Hindu girl or boy for that matter uh, who were actually wearing the Bindi Tilak and walking around. And you know, there's another little observation here, but I stand corrected in case uh, it's, it's a little biased. Uh, I found that uh, even in India, uh, less of the young generation are wearing the bindi and the tiller. And uh, more so, if I may say, I think more so this is uh, more predominant in the northern side of India. You know, I see more uh, people in the southern part of India uh, they they wear their bindi and the tilak and even even the vibhuti and all is worn quite prominently. But when you go to the northern side of India, uh, very few people are doing it. I'm not saying that they are not, but lesser people tend to do it in the northern part of India. So I think somewhere along the way, you know, we have lost uh, this culture 
and maybe this is the revival that's going on now. Uh, well, okay, actually, yes. uh, both of us, uh, Rekha and me, are from the South. And I think uh, <laughs> it is for us, it's a new perspective when you say that you see uh, this erasure more in the North. Because uh, we okay. generally are feeling that even in the South, the uh, younger generations are simply not wearing uh, Bindi or Tilak mm. anymore. You know, uh, no one's wearing. And it's, it is wow. being definitely uh, erased. And uh, perhaps, mm. you know, to for uh, as a personal anecdote, I think uh, mm. uh, if I have to speak for myself, I also came back to the Bindi and Tilak almost with a vengeance, you know, because uh, wow. and I put, it, uh, I put it down to the education that uh, I had growing up. Um, I went to a con convent school and in convent mm. schools, uh, actively you are dissuaded from wearing these symbols. So Correct. at that young age, Correct. you are not even asking a question as to why. Okay, so uh, we mm. were never allowed to wear bangles to school. We were never allowed to wear a bindi to school. Never wear big earrings, no anklets, nothing, no flowers in the hair. You know, so uh, wow. uh, that 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 was our experience growing up, and then that becomes like uh, normal. You know, you tend to think that that's wow. okay and that's the way to be. So for uh, for the mm. longest time ever. Uh, I also used to go around uh, without these symbols, you know. Uh, it wow. <laughs> And then it is when I um, reverted back and I started to understand that uh, my identity is getting erased uh, uh, one mm. step at a time. It's then that, you know, I came back to wearing these symbols, actually almost with a vengeance, I must say, you know. So today, uh, today you will not see me step out of the house without some bangles, without a bindi. But uh, probably <laughs> 10 or 12 years ago, it was a very different me. If you saw me then and mm. you saw me now, uh, it's chalk and cheese. Mm. So that's what I would say, wow. you know. So this, this is an experience even in India. It's not just a global thing. Yeah, we are also facing uh, serious issues. You know, very serious issues actually. Uh, yes, in India, I've noticed. I I grew up in India for a great part of my life, and when I go I, and I still I visit India quite frequently. But I noticed when I grow up, like the TV presenters, all of them when I was young or whenever there there would never be a presenter who comes without a bindi or a nice sari or something like that. Or at at, at best a salwar kameez if she's from north. But now, mm. wearing a bindi is so unfashionable. They come without, uh, uh, you know, they come in western dresses uh, with a suit, a dark suit. Where did all the color go? What happened to the identity? And I was actually surprised when one of my friends uh, said that she could not, in India, she was working in India, and she was saying that she could not wear bindi to her office because her boss is a, uh, is a westerner. And this is unheard oh. of. I mean, I, uh, this is unheard of because in Australia, I cannot if a if, a, if there's a an Indian boss or a, a non-Australian boss, he, they cannot impose their values onto the local uh, population. So, um, uh, so th this is where that conference and you know the I, I would not say aggressiveness that uh, conference to stand up for one's values and uh, and uh, identity should be there. Uh, interestingly, yeah. I think uh, just on this point, you know, uh, today uh, from Hindu Parenting and from my uh, own handle, we had put out some tweets uh, 
you know about uh, tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's function or tomorrow's uh, significance and uh, uh, professor vaidyanathan actually raised this as an issue and said you know indian newsrooms mm. especially the english ones Uh, they have done away with uh, indian dress code indian symbols everything you know mm. so uh, he actually True. stated this just today this morning you know so nice. <laughs> it, it sort of echoes what you are uh, saying uh, kartik ji and i think uh, having days like this uh, earmarked it's just the beginning of reclaiming our identity and our uh, symbols um mm. it's interesting that you mentioned um a whole lot of countries that are participating but uh, i i didn't quite notice the mention of india in that do you have any plans to um for this to be replicated on a you know wider scale especially with india's active participation what is your indian outreach if i may ask uh i'll uh, take that um actually there is uh, no, no plans not to include or exclude any country uh, and uh, if if you go back the this was actually uh, spearheaded by jyoti uh with such a fierce um, um you know passion and mm-hmm. uh, and the, the year we started it we had the participation all the diaspora from african countries um uh, mauritius uh, uh, malaysia fiji uh, and uh, suriname trinidad and tobago and uh, and there was participation from uh, india also but some of it has not taken on that to that a great extent uh, mm-hmm. um uh, and it's it's i would I, i don't i i really don't have an answer to that because it's it's that uh, uh, india has got many indo organizations working for so many issues and there's not one particular uh, this doesn't get uh, triggered as uh, you know a, a thing to do for example if i look at uh, the enthusiastic participation from uh, uh, suriname and uh, trinidad and tobago and even kenya you see some of the people who have been there the third or fourth generations the the uh, the beautiful way that they are able to wear a sari and so confidently put a bindi and tilak and uh, share that i was surprised i never uh, uh, thought we'd see things like that and people doing uh, go puja and uh, and sharing that um, those photo, uh, photos and so it's to reach out to them but there is also there is some lack of uh, participation from the representatives from india or any organization that has to uh, take it uh, forward um and we are trying our best um who uh, have last you, year who we have had you approached? A, a, we have not appro- uh, jyoti ji how whom did we approach can i just Yeah. Can, can i just add uh, something if it's okay kartik ji do you remember our first international bindi and tilak day it was in association with the global hindu federation and then we were supported by an organization called dri and dri is from india so uh, yeah. we had vishali ji vishali and um, yeah i think it was just Vish- vishali from india who uh, helped us uh, promote it there but it hadn't been done in a very big way and then last year we had um tejasvi surya ji 
who also, uh, you know, um, helped us create awareness through a video that he shared with us to promote international Bengali and Tilati. And um, our wonderful media partners is also from India. That is Somia G Creatives. Um, so that's, that's about the participation that we've had from India. We know that it's very, very small and we would like to, um, you know, have more organizations involved. Okay, uh, yeah. you had Tejasvi Suryaji uh, participate, right? Uh, last um, year. Last yeah, year. last year. Okay. I think we could do some promotion of his uh, video, you know. We could do that too and sort of say that, you know, uh, come on, Indians, pick it up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's... Because... Uh, we have to yeah. that's you know? an amazing yes yeah. excellent we can send i can share the video with you it would be a good idea uh, for you yes. to share that you know on your platform and i've seen that you have lots of um views uh on your postings on your platform and that was um you know very heartwarming for me um yeah. thanks to hindu parenting for helping us create awareness yes I mean, we personally have come to know of this initiative only this year, only maybe two, three weeks back. So we are doing as much as we can uh, to help promote this because we feel it is also a very important cause to promote. You know, we also feel that. I mean, I'm surprised by how yeah, I thank you so you much. in the sense, uh, Sharinia, because I know you so well. I know the work that you've been doing. And th this is what they call it slipping between the cracks, you know. If he, I don't know why it didn't happen. Yeah. 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 It, it will surely pick up. Yeah. Yes, it will surely pick up because uh, especially with the youth, I think something like this creates the momentum going forward. So um, yeah. definitely I think India will, uh, you know, surprise you soon. <laughs> I think it will take off. But uh, what about another big, um, you know, um, a, a participant, a country with a huge numbers uh, or at least the tech savvy numbers the um, usa what how has the response been from there uh, this, uh, we chose october 15th because we wanted it to have a universal day throughout the year which doesn't change as per the calendar so that we can actually put it off in uh, in the international calendar for example uh, in in one country celebration calendar or even uh, the aim is to you know make international bindi day as a united so nations true. observable day so for that it will be good if it is a fixed day so we chose 15th of october which happened to be the vijay dasmi uh, two years back um so okay. um, and we have thought limited in fact tomorrow uh, we are, uh, we are having a swamiji from us talk about it uh, and there are a few participants uh, from U.S. Uh, participating. But again, as in India, it has not taken off to that great extent. Uh, so it's, it's still uh, it's a work in process. The whole purpose is to promote the Hindu identity uh, and uh, uh, confidence in wearing it. Um, and this year we have participation from the Hindu Diaspora Foundation. And, you know, that's a U.S.-based foundation. Uh, last year, we had participation from Radha Ramadeen. She's from New York. And uh, they have been helping us create awareness in the United States. 
So we've had, but not on as a large scale as we've had in South Africa and UK and Australia and Malaysia as well. Rikaji and Shalniji, can I just add one small uh, aspect here as well? Uh, you know, the so-called confidence or the self-esteem of wearing the Bindi Tilak, I must say there has been a very significant negative mm -hmm. role that was projected by the Bollywood people at least. I, I don't know about the South Indian movie industry, but the Bollywood people, uh, their movies, if you just look back, all the criminals and the crooks and the thugs, they will put a big tilak on them and, um, you know, make sure that uh, every uh, daku or decoy is wearing a big uh, tilak, you know. Mm. And uh, I think they do a similar thing with the ladies as well. When there, there is a negative role in a lady, they'll put one big tilak on the lady's head and all that. So I think these are the, you know, the soft power kind of techniques they have been using to brainwash us, not just the young generation. I think they even brainwashed a lot of the older people and, and made the tilak look like a very negative thing uh, to use, you know. So this is another angle where we gradually have to work on and make sure these Bollywood guys, you know, stop this nonsense of theirs. I'm so glad you brought this point up. Uh, Bollywood oh. movies and uh, the media in general, because... Uh, a few years ago, before I was, uh, you know, doing any of this, um, I I visited the beauty parlor <laughs> down the, you know, mm. near my house. And mm. uh, they have many of these magazines like Femina and uh, things. And uh, it was quite shocking that the whole magazine had only one picture of a person with a bindi and that was a villain, you know, yes. in some context. And the bindi had pretty much been erased from um, even a women's magazine, a mainstream women's magazine in India. Mm. So that's how much um, this part of the world has. Uh, I mean, we need to do so much within India. And most of our listeners yes. are from India and from US, actually. So hopefully mm. we can reach at least a few of those and, uh, sure. you know, appeal to them to... Uh, take this forward and make this a success. Correct. Yes, wonderful. Was there an official launch of International Bindi and Tilak Day? Uh, yes, actually, there was an official launch. And the idea to launch it officially actually came uh, from Swami Vedananda Saraswati. Um, he is the convener of the Sanyasa Council of South Africa and also the spiritual head of Arya Samaj South Africa. So it was Swamiji who suggested the idea of launching it. And we had the official launch um, on the 15th of October 2021. This was um, hosted by Dharma Broadcasting, which is based in Malaysia. And the launch also had participation from UK, USA, Australia, South Africa, Malaysia, and India, although it wasn't on a very large scale from India. Uh, we did have some participation, and we were supported by an organization called um, called DRI. Uh, they supported us in the for the launch and, you know, during the initial year of uh, the celebration. Okay, so leading on from that, uh, Kartikji, is there any plan to formalize this uh, initiative? 
and uh, how does that work do you need to approach any official body un or something like that we are so actually we the two things one is we would like uh, and we are encouraging people to look at the process of uh, declaring or observing this international bindian select day in their local communities they can contact their local city the local government the local country and to see whether they can make it on that level and the other thing is we are still trying to get in uh, uh, see how it can be uh, taken on the global level uh, at the united nations and see how it can be declared uh, october 15th as a, a global uh, uh, international bindi and select day we are trying but not much progress has been done because there's a lot of bureaucracy involved and many of us do not even know the process whom to approach and to be honest i would appreciate any feedback any input from anybody to see how this can be taken up do you think there's a role for india and uh, see uh, india was able to get the un to declare june 21st as international yoga day so do you think that it it would add weight if uh, uh, in if the indian government or somebody like yes. that took this up yes okay. absolutely the and, uh, to be honest the way that the indian government is now all the indian government has to it has to do is to declare international october 15th as the international day of bindi and tilak and that will be done but who will do so, that so can you please help us um i was thinking we have uh, you know i'm actually so passionate about international bindi and tilak day because it has taken up taken off so well in south africa especially and um you know we we managed to contact tejasvi surya last year so i'm just wondering if in some way we can even send a letter to narendra modi ji and tell him exactly what we've done and you know get his support or maybe contact um uh, shantanu gupta uh, you know who who's the author of uh, the books for yogi ji and ask him if he can please get us into contact with you, uh, yogi ji and maybe we can try that avenue Uh, we are a small platform but uh, we'll do all we can but you created like 10000 views you ha- you had like 10000 views <laughs> on the first video oh no that was just amazing uh, but given the scale of india's population that's very minuscule but it's a start nevertheless so we will do what we can uh we need to have some kind of an um, action plan and to give ideas to enthusiastic people listening to this you know how uh, how can they take it forward uh, each of us can do uh, a small thing to a certain extent so yeah. how do you celebrate this what events do you hold anything from your experience that you wish to share with the general population okay. to inspire them okay. uh two thing let me uh, one thing is that we actually Uh, in australia we actually set up uh, posters to at, at different uh, you know indian shops where they sell bindi and things like that with a uh, with a nice photo uh, uh, i mean with a big banner and that increases the curiosity and many people most of the youngsters children women they buy bindi and in, in one of the shops apparently they said that they will give free bindi and tilak on international bindi day tomorrow so the one is by posters and then we get uh, the temples to uh, promote these uh, 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 pro- pro- uh, promoted with posters 
uh, and we've shared a Facebook page and people can uh, share their experiences. Uh, and also in, in, the, uh, in uh, temples, we ask Swamiji's uh, and the Pandits to make sure that everybody who comes there, they insist that they wear a Bindi and Tilak. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, because in the last few years, it has always been held during Navaratri day, uh, people are actually uh, uh, organizing a, mm. a bindi, what is called bindi tea party. Mm. Uh, and then when people come for uh, Navaratri, uh, things like that, they uh, talk about that uh, and uh, talk about the significance of wearing it and things like that. Traditionally, we used to go to people's houses, exchange gifts. Uh, but now we are, of course, bindi was given in a form of a kumkum, but we request them to give a small, uh, uh, I mean, uh, to actually make it out of the traditional sindur and uh, turmeric and apply it on, on them. This is some of the in-house in that we are, uh, in-house uh, uh, ways that we are promoting it. We are also getting some uh, uh, Indian MPs to talk about Bindi and Tilak and uh, we are spreading their messages on Facebook uh, and social media. Uh, and and give that the exposure so that children can look up to them uh, uh, and they, they're proud you know the, the, a person at, like a local MP is wearing a Bindian Tilak and comes to the function and celebrates it and we uh, this is one of the ways that we uh, uh, encourage people to uh, participate okay so this is a great start um, do you think that this movement will expand uh, uh, to encompass further things. Uh, it's a tokenism to start with the Bindi and Tilak. so an important one. Um, but uh, uh, how yes. do you see the movement expanding and growing? Yes, we started off uh, we start, started off in a very small way and every year we got bigger and bigger. So last year we actually had participation from like almost 30 countries. Was it 30? We had support from 30 organizations, sorry. And like you know, like more than 12 or 15 countries participated in our online event. So, yeah, and our goal is to, you know, our actual actual aim, and I hope this, this manifests, that every single Hindu temple and Hindu organization globally celebrates International Binti and Tilak Day, just like how we celebrate um, Navaratri and Diwali and other Hindu festivals. So, and uh, we don't want future generations to forget the Bindi and Dilak, because you noticed, um, well, even in South Africa, like the younger generation after marriage, they don't tend to wear the Bindi and the Bindi, you know, um, like most married women. But in, like now, the newer generation, they don't do that. It's not like when our mothers, like my mother would use it every single day. But, um, it's not the case now. So by promoting, uh, by having international Bindi and Tilakti, people, especially the younger generation, would not be afraid of their culture and tradition, and they would be proud to use the Bindi and Tilak. So that's, uh, that's what I feel is the aim. So, uh, Gathikji, maybe you should add to that. Yeah. Uh, we also wanted to uh, be uh, on ongoing educational uh, program uh, for instance, uh, this year we suggested, leading up to the Bindi and Tilak Day, we have suggested that uh, people 
post you know they 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 are, uh, they are given some simple tasks uh, for um, say we ask the children and the youngsters and in some case the elders also to know the their name the significance of the name the meaning of the name what is it if, uh, if i ask their parents or google it and find out or research in it find out and then what is the name of the kula devata what is the name of the ishta devata what is the significance of that and what is their ancestry let them know the find out the names of their paternal grandparents three or four generations as far as they go the maternal grandparents three or four generation as far as they can go and uh, then encourage them to uh, go and serve in a hindu association for at least 10 or 15 maybe once a week it can be a temple cooking or cleaning it can be a, uh, it can be visiting an elderly person it can be taking food to somebody it for younger children it can even be helping your mother you know or helping your dad at home so these are the concept of karma uh, and um, duty that we try to uh, bring forth and uh, last but not least we we are asking people to meditate for at least 1 minute a day or at 2 minutes a day chanting om this can be done when they are at work when they are going to school when they are in the train or anything like that the reason i say one minute is that it will probably be easier for a child to to start with i am not suggesting a person who is who is a big sadhaka who can meditate for half an hour every day to give it up and do it for only one minute but just for people uh, who have have no idea about it just start so these are the small steps that we feel that they could do it on their day to day life and get an awareness and slow easy practice of the dharma Oh, these are extremely yeah. laudable and uh, uh, excellent initiatives. I think we could do the same in Bharat also. Uh, we are woefully lacking yes. in all of this, even here. So uh, we absolutely, yeah, we absolutely need to do it here. <laughs> yeah. Anything else okay. that either of yeah, you wants fine. to that's say? Fine. Um, please yeah, just one that. point only if you can focus on the day also that we chose uh, 15th of october because there's so much of confusion uh with the day so we we have chosen 15th of october as a day to celebrate international bindi and tilak day and uh, the reason why we did it as kartik ji mentioned was um, in 2021 the very auspicious day of vijay dashami fell on 15th of october so that's the date we've chosen and uh, collectively we all decided that going forward it will be held every year on the 15th of october and that won't be changed so yeah so that's just the other thing i want you to emphasize on yeah thank you i think yeah we missed that and uh, that's very important to clarify you know why why an october 15th was chosen initially yeah uh, well all i can say is that you know uh, first and foremost thank you guys for for this podcast and you know you're amazing and, and we we on this journey to to bring back the grandeur of our dharma sanatana dharma uh, and uh, this this one thing i always love to to tell especially my friends in bharat you know see uh, we are always looking at uh, the indian diaspora outside of bharat and looking at issues inside bharat so we are like trying to revive from these different countries that we all are trying to revive or help things in 
in Bharat in India. Now, interestingly, uh, Bharat India has got more than 1.1 million Hindus there. You know, you guys are such a huge community. Your population is so huge, 1.1 million Hindus. Actually, we have to come to a point where the minorities like us, the diaspora like us in the different, different countries will be looking at the strength and the support of the Hindus in Bharat rather than the other way around. Did mm -hmm. I did I uh, sort of make myself clear? Very important mm. observation. Mm. I, I wish it comes to pass, you know. <laughs> because yeah. uh, yes. so I always tell people, you know, we must we must give wings to Bharat so that uh, the history, culture, tradition, science flies out of Bharat to the world rather than the other way around, rather than converging into Bharat. It should fly from Bharat to the rest of the world. Yeah, yes, that summarizes Bharat what I was trying to say. Is because Bharat is the sacred bhumi, you know. This is yeah. this is our land. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so the energy should go out of there, flow out of there. Absolutely, yeah? absolutely. I'm uh, utterly uh, in sync with your uh, <laughs> thoughts, you know. Lovely, lovely. And and that's Thank why you. I personally I think that's why we both have taken such a you know deep interest in promoting this because we just don't see it as some sort of symbolic thing that. Uh, you know, one day you do it and then you've forgotten. We really want to make this a movement because it might start on the pop level, but uh, definitely just mm. just like I think the International Yoga Day has now become a thing, mm. you know, and uh, mm. everybody is doing Correct. yoga. Okay, I accept Correct. that it's still not going to the deeper levels of yoga, but at least a start mm. has been made and at least Bharatiyas are, are taking to yoga. I mean, before yeah. this International Yoga Day, you ask any Indian, no one mm. used to do yoga, you know. Uh, correct, so correct, correct, we pra correct, practically correct. never knew it. So it needed an International Yoga Day to wake us up to our own treasures. <laughs> so probably we need a Bindi Tilak Day to wake us up to what we have already, you know. So yeah, uh, that's, that's why mm. both Rekha and me have been so passionate about promoting this and doing what we can in our capacity to help this initiative. Mm. Lovely. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Jyotireka ji. Thank you, Kartik ji. And thank you, Pradeep ji, so much for coming and sharing your views and um, actually uh, enlightening us about this very, very important and uh, necessary initiative, I would say. So we at Hindu Parenting will do all that we can to help promote this and uh, uh, we, we wish you all success with the initiative and wish you all a very happy International Bindi and Tilak Day 2023 for October 15th. And uh, to our listeners, we request all of you to actively participate in this. If you're on social media, please use the hashtag International Bindi and Tilak Day 2023. Upload your photos with a Bindi or a Tilak. Upload photos of yourself or your pets or um, any any possession that you hold dear and would like to apply the Bindi and Tilak to. Uh, please upload photos, share, uh, share them, uh, tell people around you. We got to make this a movement. So that's, that's where we are coming from. And... Uh, uh, we thank you all for listening. Um, we will get into the 
symbolism of the bindi and tilak maybe uh, at a future uh, date in a different podcast but for now the emphasis is all, is on this celebration so please do join in celebrate and uh, let's make this a big success so to all of you thank you for listening and until the next time namaste